The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Topsy Bannon-Bosch, a mindset and emotional intelligence coaching consultant and a licensed mental health therapist. It's safe to say that I know a thing or two about how the brain works and how it impacts the decisions that we make in our businesses. And that's exactly why I created my new podcast, Crush the Mindset Spiral. Each Thursday, you'll hear my raw thoughts and unfiltered perspective about what it takes to run a successful business, plus the top mindset shifts that you'll need to get to your next level. Make sure to tune in for the premiere episode of Crush the Mindset Spiral. Hi, everyone. I'm Haley Hubbard, mom to three kids and wife to a touring artist. And I'm Jessica Diamond, a registered dietitian nutritionist with a master's in public health. And this is Meaningful Living. Every week, we're breaking down the overwhelming amount of parenting, nutrition, and lifestyle information into credible knowledge and simple tools. The Cliff Notes Guide to Feeling Confident in Your Everyday Choices. It takes a village. We're so excited to share ours with you. I like these episodes. I like these episodes too. I think... First, before we even get into this episode, I just need to talk about how amazing this community is. If you guys haven't listened to my story from podcast a couple of weeks ago, go listen. But the outpouring of love and support since that moment, when when we decided to record it, it was more about just like disclosing my story and had no idea how many people it would touch and how many people would reach out and keep the DMs coming. If you guys are having a hard time, we're here. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for this community. There's absolutely no words. I can't actually sum it up. Yeah. Thank you guys. And yeah, there's nothing like community, especially with moms and parents. I feel like it's just so strong, especially right now we're all leaning on each other. And Jess, you, you inspire me. I know I said this a thousand times. People are probably annoyed of me saying it, but just hearing your story again, it inspired me so much. And I know your story. We talk every day, but I needed that. I really needed every ounce of that. So thank you. I mean, the thing that actually is blowing me away more than anything is like this community here is just the most inclusive, accepting, like all the messages are just so nice, like strangers, people I've never spoken to before. And so I just love what a like positive environment it's we're creating here. It feels, it feels good. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that was the most nerve wracking thing before we started doing podcasting and and our brand, you know, you're always just like, what are people going to think? And especially on Instagram, there's, it seems like there's always just like a troll out there. And I really feel like we're so lucky to have awesome community followers. So thank you guys the best. So this episode, we are so excited about because we're now tackling your questions. We've just been getting so many DMs and keep those coming. But we realized that through these messages that so many of you would relate to the answers. And so we wanted to do it on the podcast. I think it's a good forum for us to just talk about this. And I think we can help all each other when we talk through it, all each other. I'm speaking very clearly today. (laughs) Um, I'm there with you. And so, yeah, we're just all about real life experience, practical tips, you know, all this stuff. So if you guys are struggling with anything or have any questions or anything at all, call our voicemail line. It's 833-444-FULL and we can answer them on here. So we can play your question and then we can answer it for the whole community. So I think it'll be really fun. 
And if you're asking the question, I promise you there's a thousand other people asking the question because that's what we're noticing on these DMs. So don't feel like ashamed or like, oh gosh, this is a stupid question because I promise it's not. We've all been there. But let's just dive in. Let's do it. We got the perfect holiday question to start it off. And this first one says, I have a picky eater and I'm really struggling with the holidays. Yes, <laughs> I've read and listened to your picky eating resources and I'm excited to implement them all, but I don't feel like I can implement them fast enough for the holidays. So how do I handle his picky eating when we go to parties at our families and friends places? Honestly, I'm so embarrassed with how picky my kid is and I just don't want it to be meltdown after meltdown. Such a good question. So first of all, I think we all are embarrassed when our kids are picky. Like it's just, we get embarrassed. But the one thing to remember, first of all, is every single kid at some point in time has some degree of picky eating. It's normal, it's developmentally normal. So first of all, it's normal. And I can tell you whoever you're in front of has experienced some other picky eater also. So just giving yourself just a little grace there to just know that it's normal. I love this question because the holidays are not the time to implement all of those strategies. When you are at, you know, your family's house or you're traveling or something like that, that's a time where we don't really want to push our kids into a new comfort zone and kind of implement all those picky eating strategies. If you haven't done them yet, there's a time to just, we want to make food as kind of like neutral and non of an issue power struggle as possible. So here's the tip that I always say, if you're in this boat. If you're going somewhere and you can bring a food that your kid, you know, your kid eats, bring that food with you. If they ask you like, what do you want us to make for the kids? Choose something that your picky eater has been exposed to before, because the last thing we want to do is just new foods can be really scary for them. And so we just don't want to kind of set them off and just make it more difficult than it is. I know it's sometimes embarrassing to bring a food that, you know, your kid will eat or ask for that, but this is the time to ask it because it's going to make it much smoother when you're there. So I would say, as the new year approaches, let's implement all those picky eating strategies at home. But for right now, just allowing your kid to be as comfortable as possible and know what to expect. Mm. Probably not the answer you'd expect from a dietitian. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love that. And I know you always have your 80-20 rule and of 80% of the time we're going to aim to do it how we, what our goals are and how we intend yeah. to do it. But 20% of the time is just, you know, you can... Life is life. Exactly. Also, if I'm ever going into those situations a little bit fearful of like, gosh, I hope my child doesn't think that this is the norm now, just because we're getting to eat a lot of candy around Halloween or just because we're getting to go and kind of go crazy at the holidays and eat tons of candy and tons of pies and whatever, even if it's like opening a ton of gifts or doing something in excess, I try and make a note or just kind of say, Hey, this is a special occasion and this is going to be fun. And it's not going to be like this all the time, just so they're mentally set up to where this is like not the norm now. Yeah. Such a good point. And the more that we just kind of step back and say like, let's set up the expectations for them because they don't actually know what they're walking into. We know what Thanksgiving, what Christmas, what the holidays, what New Year's, we know what to expect. Kids don't remember what to expect. And so kind of the more you can kind of set that up for them, just the better they do all around. Your kids are going to act out on the holidays. It's something, it's new, it's different. It's, there's a lot of pressure on it. So that's normal. And just know with picky eating, it's totally, you just want to kind of decrease the stress as much as you can around it.
Let's talk our new favorite luxury sleepwear company, Printfresh. Let's be honest, there's truly nothing that feels better after a long day than getting into just a cute pair of PJs. And if we're extra lucky, putting on a face mask or some sort of thing like that. With the holiday season here, we've upped our PJ and robe and slipper game with Printfresh. We posted about them the other day and all of you were obsessed. So because they're a sponsor of this podcast, as a listener, we've got a special discount code for you. Printfresh makes the cutest and most comfortable luxury sleepwear, and they have you covered for all of your holiday sleepwear needs. We've been loading up for us and gifts, and they're just incredible. I got their robe and their matching PJ set, and I'm loving it. I don't know how to describe it, except for they're just incredible. They're soft, fuzzy flannel. It's light yet cozy. They just feel heavenly. That's what we'll say, heavenly. The prints are colorful and joyful, and they just bring a smile to my face every single time I see them. You know, we love a good female owned and operated brand and they're inclusive in their sizing with sizes ranging from extra small petite to 6X and they have sets for men and women. They've got the cutest new holiday patterns, limited time holiday bundles, free and fast shipping and gift cards for you if you can't decide which set to go for or need a last minute gift this holiday season. And they're offering an amazing deal for our listeners. Head to printfresh.com and use code living for 15% off your first order. That's printfresh.com living for 15% off your order. Go get your holiday shopping done now or purchase yourself a little something for some self-care. You'll love it. As we're speaking about the holidays, here's our next question. Are there any Hubbard family traditions that you guys do around the holidays? This is a good question. I felt like neither Tyler's family or I family had like an official tradition. So it's kind of been fun to create our own. We always go to Sun Valley, Idaho for Christmas. That's just like, that's where I'm from. And it's like a winter wonderland and it's become tradition. We go on sleigh rides. That's also a tradition. And we take a sleigh ride to the place where Tyler and I got married and we have a dinner at this cabin and it's so cute and it's so Sun Valley. It's magical. That's your guys' magical place. It is. It is. Tyler and I would love to move there one day. He said, that's my goal. That's my end goal. So what else? Something else that we're implementing, we tried it last year with Liv, is the annual give back. And just having her pick out one toy or one thing that she got for Christmas to give it to somebody else who needs it. Love, um, that. love that. And so we're going to try that with Luca and see <laughs> see how he does with it. But also, I think I want to take them shopping this year and just be like, all right, we're going to get toys for other kids who need it and just really focus on that. I love that. One of the gifts we do with Bryce is we have him pick out a charity that he like whatever he's interested in. Like last year was firefighters. So it doesn't matter if you're giving a dollar, like the monetary amount doesn't matter, but I like kind of mapping it throughout time so that he knows one of the gifts is giving back to someone. We actually put that on our website. If you guys are interested, we have a PDF now that you can download. So you can kind of monitor the annual gift back with your kids and just mark where they decided, where did they decide to give that toy to or that charity. And I think it's just, there's so much getting, like this is the season of getting. And I think it's really cool to like start with our kids early on giving. 
Yes. I don't Uh, remember that as a kid. I just, I don't think I had that very much. Like it just wasn't kind of ingrained in the normal. It was either like Thanksgiving. Okay. It was you adopt a family or doing something like that when you started school. But I think it's just mm -hmm. so cool to just have that be like a routine part. You know, the holidays are coming and you know, that's what you do. It is. And quite honestly, like really, what do we really need? (laughs) We think about it. And every single Christmas since Liv was born, Tyler and I look at each other and we're like, why did we get her all these gifts? And it's not even that much, but it's still so overwhelming for a child there because she also has birthday and Christmas, like right back to back. We literally could get her two presents and she would be thrilled with those two. It takes her days to open just a couple, a few things. So anyways, it's almost (laughs) like in excess. Nowadays, there's so many products. I'm like bombarded on Instagram and I'm like, oh, I need that. I need that. Like, so no, I, have I a just con- need to cool it. I have a confession is that clearly last year was beyond difficult. And so we had, we got some people were so generous and wanted to give Bryce so many gifts for the holidays. Just like you're cooped up, you virtually don't see any other children. So we just feel really bad. We want to help. Yeah. I saved those gifts for like probably a year. He still had like holiday wrapping that he was opening up in like June because I was like this, these, these can spread out and I'm going to use it kind of when I need it in that moment, because I did feel like it's just so much. It is. Next question. How's Atlas doing with cups and milk? Hmm. That's a good question. He's doing great. It took him about a week to transition. I kind of fell off the wagon with finishing posting about that, which I apologize for, but he's drinking pea milk. That was the next question someone asked is what kind of milk is he drinking? But uh, he, they love it. All of our kids love it. They still do. He doesn't drink it every night. Like I kind of planned on, and that's what happened with Luca. It just kind of fizzled out a little bit. They drink a lot of water. I only do it when they ask for it and he gives me the milk sign. The cups that you told me to get, Jess, were game changer for us. We'd always use like, I don't even know what what they're called. But this time around, I got the cups that you said. They're the Jumpin' Jars and the Elk and Friends cups. And I thought, oh, for sure, those are going to leak. And they don't really. Like, they don't they're really great leak. for smoothies and their milk, even when I'm changing their diapers and... Sometimes that I just give them the milk to distract them. So they're not like squiggling all over the place, but they don't spill. I mean, if I dumped it upside down, it would, but totally, it's not the best to like take in the car and hand to your kid at some point in time, but I love them because they got that, they have that silicone straw, which just makes it just a little more versatile. I'm glad you like those. I felt so guilty when you asked about cups because I'm like, oh my gosh, you probably already have a gazillion cups and now I'm going to have you buy more cups, but I'm glad they worked out. They're my favorite. I want to give a PSA about milk then because we're on milk. We've been getting a lot of questions about the pea protein milk. So Ripple makes a pea protein milk. They've got a kid's version and they've got an unsweetened version. Go for the unsweetened regular version over the kid's version for whatever reason. In the kid's version, there's just some added, more added sugar into it. So go for the unsweetened. Have you been using the kids? No, thank you for saying that though. That's so odd. It's, it's so odd, right? So go for the unsweetened regular version of it. And with milks, exactly what you said, which is 
is sometimes they do it. You, you stay consistent. Sometimes they drink a lot. Sometimes they drink a little. It's okay. It's not like milk. It is so ingrained in us when our kids are babies of like, that's the, where they're getting their nutrition from. And when they transition to toddlerhood, it's more of a safety net. It's not the main part of their nutrition at all. So there's going to be milk drinkers and non-milk drinkers. You can do regular whole fat cow's milk. You can do regular whole fat goat's milk. You can do pea protein. You can do soy milk. There's a lot of different ones you can do. And if your kid doesn't do milk, you can get calcium and vitamin D from other ways. So I like that journey. Thank you for that PSA. (laughs) Uh, The next question is, did either of you have pregnancy complications and how did you navigate them? Haley, I'm suffering from varicose veins. Help. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I feel you. Uh, I even just saying that word varicose veins takes me right back to that place of like oh, shooting pain and not being able to stand up. They're awful. And that's what I would say I suffered the most from during pregnancy. Definitely got stretch marks and all the normal things, but varicose veins were pretty bad for me. Yours were no joke. I mean, they were, they were, they were pretty significant. I still have a little one and I'll eventually get them removed because it is still kind of painful, but nothing like it was pregnant. The compression socks that I got really helped. I went on Amazon. I don't know what number they were, but they were the stronger ones to really hold everything in. I wore them every single day. The second I got out of bed till the moment I, I laid down at night. So those really helped. And, you know, I feel like all the the normal. I was nauseous till Liv was 18 weeks. And then I was nauseous till I was 12 weeks with Luca and Atlas. That's how I knew it was a boy on the third one without even testing. I was like, oh, I'm not nauseous anymore. <laughs> it's a boy. That was just for me personally. I, don't, I think that was it that I can remember. Of course, I feel like we just forget. Did you, with your varicose veins, did you get like lightning crotch or any of that towards the end? I had a couple zingers. But nothing like (laughs) nothing crazy. I did start to get a a varicose vein, you know, there. And I was like, what? This has got to go. One of my best friends has had one too. She was like, this is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. It is wild. It is wild. And you you also did your pillows. Yeah. For your legs. Yeah. Always had pillows. I, I elevated my feet when I could. Now Luca and Liv still (laughs) will elevate their feet on things. Like even when we're eating at the table, they'll put it on the table. And I'm like, okay, no, that's not okay. Only when mom is pregnant, is that okay? Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Um, Do you have complications? What I have, the norm, I mean, everything in pregnancy, it's like whatever normal means, right? It's all of a sudden it's your new normal. The nausea, constipation, like the normal stuff that comes. If anyone's experiencing that- Hemorrhoids? No hemorrhoids. I did not. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. No, no hemorrhoids. But also I've only had one kid now. Um, Two things. One is all of our favorite pregnancy items are up on the shop. So you can always go shop them. If anyone is having a hard time going to the bathroom while pregnant, I know Haley, you loved your squatty potty. And then there's also this thing called Calm that has magnesium in it. That's great for pregnancy times. Mm-hmm. With Bryce, he was actually breached, which just means he like wasn't in the right position to eject out. And so I tried all of the things to flip him and 
you know, I tried moxibustion and I tried sitting, there's this cool thing called spinning babies, which is a great account. And I would be like on an ironing board, laying backwards, trying to flip him. Uh, it was so stressful. Cause you're just like, I really, I really wanted a vaginal birth. And so I really wanted him to flip. I ended up doing an ECV with him at 37 weeks where they manually flip him. And I want anyone that's listening, if you have a breech baby and you're thinking about it, go to someone that's really experienced. I actually went to someone that just had really good success rates with an ECV. It should not be painful. It actually was not painful at all. It took 20 seconds and he flipped around in that. I know a lot of people will do it and they don't flip, but that was cool. There wasn't enough information about that when I was doing it of uh, people that have gone through it and had positive experiences, you know, you go on the internet and you see all of the negative stuff, right? Like it was the most painful yeah. thing or whatever it may be. Oh. So that was the main thing. Well, good. Maybe the most memorable thing to me is capturing memories. There's something about looking at pictures and videos that just bring me back back to the moment when I married Tyler or that time he brought Liv on stage or just that ordinary moment of life that love is captured in an image. Memories mean so much more to me now than ever before. The problem is with a camera or a video at our fingertips all the time, we forget to organize our memories in a way we can enjoy them and actually remember them. So you all know how much Artifact Uprising has helped us organize all of our memories from baby and toddler books to other photo books, framed photos and gifts. Artifact Uprising is the one-stop shop to store all the memories and stories you care most about. And we love having them as a sponsor of the show so we can get you all a discount on their amazing products that we're so obsessed with. All of their products are designed beautifully with thoughtfully sourced materials, all made in the U.S., and can be customized in the cutest ways. We've both been using Artifact Uprising now for years. I used their baby books for all of my kids and just finished making photo books for all of them, and it was the easiest experience. Their design makes you feel like you're a professional, and just being able to see how much they've grown over the past years is so sweet. And all of their products are absolutely display-worthy. We promise if you saw all their products we have, you'd purchase them immediately. And they make the cutest customized gifts for the holidays for you or a loved one. Trust us, they don't disappoint. Don't hesitate on this one. Go to Artifact Uprising to check out all their amazing products to store the most precious memories. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off your Artifact Uprising order with the code MEANINGFUL15. Go to artifactuprising.com slash meaningful to purchase and don't forget the two L's at the end. And now let's get back to our conversation. Luca did go transverse. At one point, he was head down the whole time, head down, head down. And then we had a party at our house. Actually, Dolce & Gabbana had a party at our house, which is so fabulous. And I don't even know how we got lucky enough to do that. I guess Clea and John Shear <laughs> helped us do that. But anyways, Tyler convinced everybody that was wearing Dolce & Gabbana to jump in the pool at the end of the night. And... So we all had on this brand new stuff and we jumped in and I was about, I was like two weeks away from giving birth and I jumped in cause I was like, I can't miss out. Like I FOMO mm -hmm. and I remember feeling something weird and I got out of the pool and I, that night I took my dress off and I was like, wow, look how low he is, but he wasn't low. He just had flipped. And so it looked like he was a lot lower, lower. So he ended up eventually I, 
did a lot of like, not headstands, but I just kind of went upside down a little bit and it helped. Funny that that is actually the weekend that we were there in Nashville. Was it really? Uh Uh-huh. No funny. Oh my gosh. Because I remember you messaging me being like, we just jumped in the pool and he feels so much lower. Like I just (laughs) feel like Lucas... And then the down next there. day, the doctor, they were like, so he's transverse now. And I was like, no. Oh, I know. It's so stressful. This question I love. This is from Christine and Danielle in Nashville. We've gotten a lot of questions about this, Haley. When did you and Tyler know you were ready to have kids? Like, was there a conversation? What stands out as the best way he supported you through pregnancy and birth? Kind of what, what, what were the conversations there? When did we realize we were ready? So a couple things. I always remember a couple people saying, you're never going to be fully ready. So when you get to more than 50%, yes, I'm ready, then, then you're ready. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and we always knew we wanted kids. We wanted two or three, and we definitely wanted to adopt. I think that's just something you talk about a lot with either someone you're dating or newly married to. It's just one of the main questions. Like, I want to make sure we're on the same page here. And we were on the same page but still kind of just living our life. And I didn't really know I was ready. We were in Africa. Uh, We were with the Aikens actually. And it was December, 2016, I think. Yeah, it was. And I was like 17 days late on my period. And I was super nauseous, like weird food aversions and you know, we were, we were on Malarone, which is a malaria medication, which you should definitely not take while pregnant. (laughs) And I was getting a little worried, but I was like, no, there's no way I'm pregnant. And Tyler and Lauren and Thomas start were like, you're definitely pregnant. And then Lauren was a little late too. And she was kind of having weird food aversions and we were like, oh, whatever, hot. It, It was kind of funny at first. And then as the trip went on and we were like, wait, maybe we should take a test. And Tyler was like, you guys have to take a test. So he, we were out in the middle of nowhere in the Serengeti. I don't even know if you know this story. I do not know this story. (laughs) Out in the middle of nowhere. And Tyler asked, can we get a test? And so they're like, well, we don't have any. So we'll fly some in like every day, you know, they fly in foods and, and different things. So they flew in pregnancy tests. They were like the old school pregnancy tests we got this little paper bag and it had a little, it was like a little stick. It looked like a pH testing stick of some sort. And so we're like, okay, we'll go do this. And I was fully prepared to be like, I'm pregnant. I was like, I don't know that I'm ready, but okay. And I went to take the test and we were in these huts right next to each other. Like Lauren and Tiara right next door to us. And I took mine it was negative. And I remember feeling a little bummed out. And I was like, huh, I didn't realize I would feel this way. And I think that's when Tyler and I kind of knew, okay, I think we should start trying because I didn't know how long it would take for me to get pregnant. It could have taken five years for all I knew. And so I was like, all right, this is maybe we start trying, but I was genuinely bummed out. But then Tyler proceeds to walk out the door. Meanwhile, Lauren walks out her little hut store and Tyler was like, we're pregnant because he and I love doing pranks and he thought it was so funny. And she was like, me too. 
<laughs> and they were hugging. And Tyler was like, wait, we're not pregnant. I was just, <laughs> kidding. just like, oh my God. So anyways, I had to tell the rest of the story because it was so funny. And it was such a fun moment, but I was like, oh my gosh, now I'm ready. Now you're ready. You had to have that. You had to have the negative pregnancy test. To negative. Really- Honestly, I may have been pregnant. It might've been like a early miscarriage. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. Is that possible? Totally. And most, most first pregnancies end in a miscarriage. So most of the time women don't even know that they had a miscarriage for exactly yeah. that, exactly that reason. It's just a late pregnant. It's just a late period that comes. Yeah. It um, definitely felt like it now that I've been pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it totally could be. And anyone that's listening, if you have had a miscarriage, it is so unbelievably common. I think the statistic is one in four pregnancies end in a miscarriage. So wow. I, I had a miscarriage before I got pregnant with Bryce. It was the same type of thing where, you know, it's only however many weeks that, you know, 14 days late, whatever that may be, but it's very, very, very common. So anyone struggling, we feel you. And, you know, it's, one of those things I wish we talked about more because I feel like when you go through it, you don't realize it's normal if people aren't talking about that it's normal. Right. You know, I really like that story though. And so was that Lauren's first baby? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my oh, gosh. Such a funny trip. Oh my gosh. That is really funny. It can go without saying that we strongly believe in being proactive with our health and just not brushing off any symptoms or concerns we have in the setting of my past couple of years. So we are so excited to share all about Everly Well with you. Heading into the new year, it's important that we all really just start to check in with our own health and take it seriously. We sounds corny, but we've only got one life and we really need to feel our best. So take a moment right now to answer this question. How are you feeling today? It's so simple, but if the answer is anything less than great, it's time to learn more and demand better for your body. I know so often we just accept that we just don't feel great, especially postpartum and motherhood, and it just shouldn't be that way. We need to understand our body and Everly Well is here to help you take back your health and well-being with at-home lab tests that are affordable and give you trusted results. Heading into the new year, gift yourself Everly Well so you can take a step towards feeling your best. They have so many different tests to choose from, from thyroid testing to sleep and stress. There's so many, and they are so simple to use from start to finish. So here's how it works. They ship you your test straight to your door with everything you need for the easiest sample collection. You then return the test to a CLIA certified lab with a prepaid shipping label, and your doctor-reviewed results and insights are then sent to your device in days. It could not be easier, and it's so simple to be able to take control of your health on your own time at your own home. I recently did the sleep and stress test because we all know that my sleep and stress have been affected over the past couple of years and it's amazing. I'm hooked and I know you'll be too. And for the listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash full. That's everlywell.com slash full for 20% off your at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash full. Try it out and let us know how you like it. What about number two? I actually don't know that. Did you plan for Luca? No, long-term we had said, you know, we always wanted to, but he just happened. Just he just like happened. Atlas. Those two just <laughs> happened. Just happened very close together. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm. Gosh, pregnancy. It is such a joy. Mm. I mean, it's the, it is such a joy, but it's also like, there are so many symptoms that come with it and so many emotions and just, it's kind of this roller coaster. It's actually, it's, it's always been one of those things where I'm like, it's so miraculous what a female body can do. And it's still like, when I see a pregnant person, I'm like, wow, like, I can't actually believe you're growing a human in there. Like it is unbelievable. It is a miracle. I looked down at my belly the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's definitely got stretch marks on it. And I'm like, you know, I was looking at myself, trying to give myself affirmations. Like, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Like you birthed three babies. Cause you know, it just looks different from before, but I look down and I'm like, holy cow, my stomach grew three babies. Three babies. How? It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So our next question is from Angie. She said, just listen to your podcast regarding toddlers refusing meals. I know it's kind of old school practice to put their meal, they refuse in the refrigerator. And then if they get hungry later, only serve that. Thoughts on this? I always give in, but don't know if that's something I should be doing. That's a good question. Such a good question. So I think that when we think about refusal, it's all about like the headspace we're thinking about refusal. So I think we used to think refusal as something is like defiant or like they're just not eating their meal. So almost as like a punishment, it's like, we're just going to serve the next food later in a way, which I hear and see so much. I think the thing about it is that when your kid refuses a meal, it's that that's okay. Like they're just, they may not be hungry, whatever it may be. So I would not use it as like a punishment where you just put it in the fridge and be like, this is just the next thing that you get because you refused your meal. I would do it. You can totally reserve that food at a different time, but kids do so much better when they see it kind of repurposed in some way. So maybe you take one of the entrees and put it with a different side, or you kind of just repurpose it. And as long as the intention is not that you're punishing, you can always reserve that food again. Just it not be like, this is all the only thing you got because you were fuse your meal. So I totally get the impulse, but yes, just don't use it as punitive. Yeah. I like that. Oh, and I like this last one. This one's from Molly in Idaho. Um, all about fertility, Idaho. Look at that struggling with fertility, which feels especially hard around the holidays. Yes, it does. Jess, I'm so empowered by your story and feels less lonely knowing others have fertility struggles because I feel like all I see is a new pregnancy announcement right now on social media. So thank you for sharing your experience. What can I do from a nutrition standpoint to improve fertility? I should have read these questions before. I love that question. That's Mm -hmm. so just so nice. So yes, you are not alone. Many, 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 many people suffer from infertility or just decreased fertility. One of the most empowering things I think is when you think about modifying your diet, it can actually increase your or I guess decrease infertility from like irregular periods and stuff like that up to 66%. And so I know that when people are really struggling with infertility, everyone says, have you tried this? Have you tried this? Have you tried this? And it's like, yes, I've tried it all. But I like to say, just start thinking about you're creating a healthy environment for whenever a pregnancy may happen. You're making a healthier you and you're making an environment for when that happens for you. So there are a lot of nutrition things we can do. The foods that I always recommend, avocados, honestly, avocados are magical when it comes to fertility. They have monounsaturated fatty acids in them, which is amazing. They lower ovulatory infertility, which is really cool. And they've been shown to have improved IVF success. And so they've got folate, they've got vitamin A, they've got a lot of things for reproductive health in them. So adding that with like some hemp seeds, I think is a great fertility food or pregnancy food. 
The other one that no one talks about are Brazil nuts. So selenium are actually is a nutrient that you really need for fertility and during pregnancy. And so it's, you don't see it a lot around. You don't hear about it. A Brazil nut, one Brazil nut has the highest amount of selenium per weight of any food. And so what I always say is go for our smoothies on our site, use your smoothie that you had when you were pregnant and add one Brazil nut to it. And so you're getting all of that, the antioxidants, it decreases oxidative stress and damage to the eggs. And so that's amazing. And low selenium has actually been tied with um, increased risk of miscarriage. Oh, this is fascinating. Keep going. <laughs> I love this kind of stuff. I know, right? And then the, the other food to think about is quinoa. I love quinoa. It has any time that you can think about your diet with fertility in mind, like the more Mediterranean I can go, the more fiber and real fruits, vegetables, and plants that I can have, and the less overall meat I can have or processed foods, the better your overall health is going to be and the better your fertility is and during pregnancy. So quinoa is one of those simple things that has protein, it has fiber, it's got folate, it's got zinc. So it's a great, a great thing to add in. And you can kind of add it into so many different types of meals. It's really an easy one. And if you have an instant pot, you can make it in one minute, literally quinoa in one minute. So I like that one because it's easy. Which Instant Pot and Air Fryer is my new best friend. It's your new best friend. I know. Yes. Guys, we taught Haley how to use the Air Fryer and the Instant Pot. I told her Where she's- Where have I been? I don't know. I've been trying for a while to get you an Instant Pot. Now I've got so many recipes coming your way. I know. I need it all. It's this a mom's best friend. Struggle is like meal planning. Yeah. Mom's best friend. And then the last thing I want to say about fertility is just making sure that you are getting a good prenatal vitamin. You can go on our, I wrote an article on prenatal vitamins explained, which lays out all the prenatal vitamins we love and what you're looking for in it. Just make sure whatever prenatal you get has methylated folate. So a lot of people have a genetic variant that makes it so you can't absorb folate in the right way. So folate's really important for neural tube. So for their spinal cord to kind of form appropriately. So just make sure your prenatal has methylated folate in it. And if you are really trying to improve fertility, you can do CoQ10. That's a great way to improve your egg quality. So Parallel actually has CoQ10 as part of their pack of their fertility yeah, pack, the conception pack, which is cool. So you want to look for 200 to 600 milligrams a day. And so that's what it's been shown and, and making sure you're getting enough DHA and EPA. So just fatty acids for brain and eye development. And so just making sure that either your prenatal has that or you supplement it on top. Another awesome thing that Seed Life does, they have a fertility smoothie. They've got a pregnancy one and a new mom one, but I think the fertility one's new, right? Yeah, the, they, yeah the, they've got the fertility one and it's got all of these things added into it. So that is on our site as well. Haley used that, I use that. They've got a kids blend one now too. They've got a really amazing, amazing smoothies. Yeah. This was oh, fun. Gosh, I feel like I want to do another episode now on like meal planning. I think you need to walk me through meal planning one day. Done and done. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you found something meaningful from this episode. Please follow the show, rate, and don't hesitate to write a little review. We also have a voicemail box you can call to ask us any questions, tell us the topics you'd like covered, or just share where you're struggling and how you could use some extra support. Call 833-444-FULL or 833-444-3855. We want to hear from you. And tune in every Monday for a new episode of Meaningful Living.
And if you're looking for more ways to live a meaningful life, follow us on Instagram at Meaningful Living and visit our website, MeaningfulLiving.com. And don't forget with two L's. Can't wait to see you next week.